Hello friends, it's Taylor and Becca with Ghost Emoji, and this week we've got a super special family edition where I bring in my sister Jordan because I'm recording at my parents' house and she likes me and my other sister is now very mad (laughs) at me (laughs) and hiding somewhere in the house because we're recording without her. It made Thanksgiving dinner incredibly awkward. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know she wanted to be on it and I only have one splitter. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it was very sad. So there might be a sister edition in the future with other sister, but this this edition is is Jordan's sister, my middle sister. <gasps> she can be on the Lord Santos special edition episode that's gonna be for Christmas. I was like, we're gonna be back in town for Christmas and she will be too, so we'll we'll get yeah. everybody in, but but this week isn't about her. It's not even actually about Jordan, but she is here. It's always about me. Jordan's a classic middle child. My sister doesn't even know that I do a podcast, so she definitely (laughs) doesn't want to be on it. She's like, who are you talking to? Why are you talking about that weird stuff? She might actually be into it. I don't know. She just doesn't listen to podcasts. She's actually not here right now. She went shopping with a friend and like... It's some sort of, like, boot trunk sale or something that happens, Eh. like a flea market. Eh. I don't know. Hopefully they're having fun. It probably is fun. But I wanted to stay home and eat breakfast and hang out here. Yeah, same. Yeah, we definitely had, like, a short talk at dinner the other night trying to, like, my my family was asking, like, how do I do a podcast or how do I listen to a podcast? And I wanted to explain it to them, but I also didn't want them to get too close and actually be able to listen to my podcast. <laughs> so it was a fine line of, like, trying to teach them, but also sabotaging them. Well, Kennedy showed mom on her phone, like, where she was like, there's a podcast button, mom. <laughs> there's podcasts on it. And she was like, oh. Okay, and I think that was about the extent of it. She's probably not going to remember that there's even a button. Oh, that's okay. You'll be safe. I'm safe. It's safe. For now. Here on the internet, I know. One day they're going to find this backlog and be like, Tyler? You lied? What's all this weird stuff? My mom does know enough, though, because, I mean, she had to help me test the levels earlier, and she kept being like, I can't wait to be a part of it. This is Taylor's mom. I can't wait to, to be on your show one day. And I'm just like, Mom, that's so funny. Ha <laughs> ha. Thanks for okay. helping me <laughs> test the stuff. Bye. <laughs> um, she does have a good uh, a good radio voice. She came through very clear. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. It's all for naught, though. Yeah. I always get jealous because when I record with Cass, I'm always reminded, like, how good of a radio voice she has and how bad of a radio voice I have. Because I'm always like, I just sound like I'm real weird. And she sounds like she should be literally on the radio. So it's It's, very frustrating. She's, you know, she's very expressive and her voice, like, is very soothing. But also, like, not to the point where it's, like, kind of creepy ASMR. It's just, you know, just like a butterscotch sundae that makes you laugh. It's very clear. And (laughs) mine is very not. Yeah, let's hop right into it. We're doing... A, uh, a special, well, not a special episode. It's an episode. It is a special episode. <laughs> it is a special episode. I'm here for I'm special other reasons, but the actual topic isn't like themed or anything. Just 
Becca got a wild hair and said, let's do doppelgangers. I live for it. Why'd you pick doppelgangers? Is it because you saw my doppelganger the other day? Yeah. <laughs> I was, well, I was thinking about it. I was like, what would be something kind of creepy but cool to talk about? And I was like, well, we do have like a lot of instances where we've seen doppelgangers of our friends. Mostly just Ryan and you, but still. So I never thought of doppelgangers as like a paranormal paranormal thing because when you texted me and said hey this is what we're doing i was kind of like um what (laughs) but then i just did a quick google as like i don't even know if i did doppelganger or if i added something to it but it pulled it up scary doppelgangers yeah (laughs) or maybe i did like doppelganger paranormal or something like Mm -hmm. that and it pulled it up and i was like i had no idea this was a thing like i just think of doppelgangers like everyone always tells me like you look like ashley judd she's your doppelganger (laughs) You're like, oh, thank you. Or uh, what's her name who plays uh, Callie in... Oh, I can't remember her name, the actress from... From Grey's Anatomy. I get told I look like her, too. I know. Both of those are good things. Yeah, They're I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not mad about it. But cute. I just... I, so when you sent that, I was like, I don't understand how it relates. But well, <laughs> I did my little Google search and it all made sense. So. I, th- I think most of the ones that I see that talk about people being unnerved by them tend to be more historical... But most of the ones that are more current is, I feel like people kind of use it more interchangeably for like a twin ch- a twin stranger or something like that. Mm-hmm. But as they used to do, I feel like in the in the olden times, they take something fun and they're like, this is evil and bad and a bad yep. omen. <laughs> yep. So what if an uh, actress whose name we can't remember from Grey's Anatomy that plays Callie Torres, what if she's not really an actress? But what if you're bilocating? <laughs> well, no, she's my doppelganger. She's literally your doppelganger? She's literally, well, and she's not a real person. She's a spirit. Most of the doppelgangers that we see, yeah, are usually, like, kind of more astral or, like, spirit-like. So I feel like it would have been hard for her to keep up a full-time job as an actress if she was, like, are a literal my ghost. doppelganger can't handle it? I am. She's very talented. <laughs> she, she is extremely talented. She can do whatever she wants. I miss her. I wish she was still on the show. <laughs> Oh, she left? Yeah, I mean, they left it kind of open-ended so she can come back, but she's not on She there. moved to New York. Yeah, she had to, to follow her dreams. Did she and What's-Her-Face stay together, or are they broken up? No, well, her they're divorced. And, yeah, her in Arizona, they bit the big one. They had a rough, rough time, because didn't, was it Arizona had her legs removed? One um, of them. Yeah, she had one leg amputated. And Callie had to be the That's one to right. make the call, and that caused a severe rift. Yeah, she was like, you're either going to die or you're going right. to lose your leg. And she's like, I'd rather die. And she's like, what? We've got a kid together. That does not make sense. <laughs> <laughs> and then Arizona cheats on her, and it's just... Oh, shitty. Yeah, after all that. It's a big, big stinky mess. And... It's Grey's Anatomy, so <laughs> everybody's no sleeping with everybody, and getting their legs chopped off lots of sex no medicine no real medicine <laughs> anyway say let's stay on the track <laughs> sorry callie made me do it <laughs> she's your doppelganger you, you gotta you gotta go with the whims of the doppelganger no it's a bad it's bad luck don't do it don't listen to your doppelganger that is part of the lore <laughs> no we're touching on too much stuff that's in the notes We've got to stick to We're the skipping notes. ahead. You're skipping ahead. Okay, Harry. all right. According to a BBC Future article, <laughs> the chances of sharing just eight dimensions with someone else are in less than one in a trillion. Um, this is, of course, for an almost exact doppelganger. 
which doesn't really count all the ways humans uh, register faces versus how software matches faces. Yeah, when I was reading that, it was saying that, like, a person could see someone that maybe they have, like, very similar eyes and, like, similar nose, but, like, their jaw and mouth and everything could be very different, but a human would still see it and be like, oh, they look almost exactly alike. And a computer would be like, no, this is not the same. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> sort of thing. So it's kind of, I mean, the same way I feel like, you know, you'll be like, doesn't, you know, so-and-so look like Ashley Judd? And be like, no, I don't see it. And someone else would be like, they're identical. I also wonder, because I've, I've heard or read somewhere that like, the way you see yourself is completely different from how everyone else sees you because you only really see yourself in reflections. That freaks and me so out. And so your face is totally... What do I really look like? So when you see photos of yourself, that's why sometimes you don't like how you look in photos because it doesn't match your, like, mental image of yourself. So it's like Mm-mm. everyone else sees you differently. Mm-mm. So, like, to me, that's why I could say, oh, I think Taylor looks like... Blah blah blah. Winona Ryder. And Becca could be, or she, or and Becca could be like, yeah, she does look like her. And Taylor would be like, I don't see it, <laughs> because to you, you look different than how we think you look. No, I just look like me. Uh, I don't like it. It looks. It sounds. This is hurting your head. I just I've thought of that before, and I've read stuff like that, but it just weirds me out that like I'll I'll never see unless I see I guess a doppelganger of myself. I'll never actually see what I look like to someone else, mm-hmm. and that weirds me out. I remember in high school, um, in biology class, or maybe it was physics, I don't remember, but they were talking about that, like, you know, the fact that the, the like, the image you see in the mirror is opposite of what everyone sees around you, and mm-hmm. this one girl was like, wait, what? She's like, are you telling me that my face looks different to everyone than what I see in the mirror? And everyone was like, yeah, it's it's flipped. And she was like, oh my god. Oh my god. I felt like she was having like a mental breakdown and she looked around and she was like, am I pretty? No! Am I pretty? <laughs> it was just like, oh no. This girl is falling apart. Oh, this isn't the place rough. to have this conversation. This is biology <laughs> class. I'm so sorry. I'm here for you, but after class. <laughs> well, good. in another instance of that, and this is pro- may sound really silly, but like when you take a selfie on your phone, mm-hmm. so if you take a selfie with your camera... It takes it, but then it, like, flips it as if it was... How you see it? How Yeah, like or, like, how the camera would be seeing you versus how you see yourself. But if you take it in Snapchat, it doesn't flip it. It takes it, so it's a technique. It's, like, a picture of your reflection, if you think about it that way. Oh, yeah, because all the words and stuff are, are like, backwards if there's lettering. Yeah. So, like, if I want to take a selfie, I take it (laughs) with Snapchat... And I save it because to me that's more aesthetically a ple- uh, aesthetically pleasing because it looks like how I see myself. Whereas if I take a selfie on my mm-hmm. camera camera on my phone, it doesn't look like me to me. And then you flip it, and I, so I, you're not lying. I guess. I mean, if I wanted to, I don't necessarily do that oh. a lot, but mm. so weird. I say lie, lie <laughs> as much as you want. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, but then with the advent of social media, there have been several reported cases of people finding their twin stranger online, which is a modern term for a doppelganger. Um, twinstrangers.net is a website where users can upload a photo of themselves and facial recognition software attempts to match them with another user of like appearance. Um, it costs money, but you know, 
It's like you can you can register and like upload your photo for free, but to actually search it and have it like give you results, you have to to pay. So it's like if you want to help out but never like actually see anything yourself, you can just go on and register and upload your like yeah. a passport style kind of photo. Yeah, but the site reports that it's found numerous living doppelgangers including three living doppelgangers to its founder um Neem Gini. She's Irish. And I watched a video, which I think Taylor watched it too, Mm -hmm. uh, of her testing her DNA against her third doppelganger. And um, they were found to be, like, even so far as 20,000 years back, not related at all. Um, They were both Irish, but had no overlapping ancestry. They were from completely different areas in the world. That was the main reason that I wanted to watch the video, because I was like, okay, I can see how they could prove that, like, they're not siblings or cousins or something like that but when they were like we did a dna test and it's goes twenty thousand years back i was like how i know right what kind of maury povich bullshit is this like you are (laughs) not the doppelganger yeah like i just i didn't understand it but i guess it's kind of like one of those like ancestry.coms where it's like you're from you know somewhere in the middle east and you're from the you know somewhere in like the mesopotamia region or whatever so I'm like, but how how do you prove that they never, like, met somewhere in the middle, somewhere? But the fact that it was her third one was really freaky because it does look exactly like her. Like, that's weird. It's strange. It was, it was very, like, eerie to watch. I know. Well, that's where, like, part of me is like, I don't know if I would want to, like, I would be curious to see my doppelganger, but I also think it would weird me out. I also think it's strange that a lot of times when you see doppelgangers or people talk about them, um, as far as, like, another living person that looks like someone, not, like, the the spiritual one, but they always, like, have the same build and everything. Like, what if we saw a doppelganger of me, but they were extremely tall and muscular, like Arnold Schwarzenegger Taylor? I don't know. <laughs> but I feel like that would change, like, how your, like, your face wouldn't on them wouldn't look like you because yeah. it would change, like, your makeup. Like, the makeup of your face. But... I don't know. Well, maybe we'll never know. Or maybe we will. I don't know. But I just thought that was strange. Like, I mean, even, like, height-wise. Like, even if, like, the build, like, if one is skinny and one is fat. Like, what if it's just, like, they're both skinny, but one is tall and one is short? Like, they're always kind of, like, the same... Just the same build. My guess is it, it affects, like, how fat deposits on your face and... um, But it, it is weird. I saw one... Where this girl was like, oh, I found my, you know, doppelganger on Amazon because I was looking to see if this hair dye color would look good on me. And I saw her picture and I was like, oh, my God, she looks just like me, (laughs) but she has this hair color. And so she showed her friends and was like, this is what it would look like on me. And they were like, oh, it looked good. And so she dyed her hair and then they ended up meeting and it's on that same YouTube channel. And Mm. like they have the same build. Like, from certain angles, they look identical. I mean, you can tell the difference between them. Like, one has more of, like, her fat deposits more, like, low on her jaw, and the other has it higher. But, I don't know, it's just, it's weird. Like you were saying, it's, you know, a lot of the doppelgangers, they'll have the same build. And it's just very eerie. Because it's like, how how does that happen? Like, I wonder if it's, like, of course, I'm no scientist or anything, but, like, like, if you think about your DNA, like, it doesn't just go into your physical features. It goes into, like, the whole build of your entire body in every mm-hmm. single way. So it's, like, maybe 
in order for your features to be the way they are. Parts of your personality. Parts of your like like your personality and your the aesthetics of you has to in order for it to be how you look, it has to be a certain way like inside too and like. So maybe that does that make it, sense? It could be. The only thing with that is in like with this, you know, they test their DNA to make sure that like they don't match at all. Yeah, I don't know. But then you also hear about like twins separated at birth who like grow up and you know both become cobblers and their favorite. They have the food same interests. And, yeah, yeah and without both, having ever without having ever met. They both love to play with drones, and they both married a, a beautiful tall brunette named Mary Susan. It's the same person, but. But no, I think that could have something to do with it. But when their DNA doesn't match, I don't know if that would explain anything. Because it's extra weird when they have, like, similar interests. Like, they both wanted to dye their hair. And they're both using the exact same brand. And their hair was, like, styled the same way. It was weird. It was weird. They dressed similar. They were the same height. They both love a a good deal. Well, they were like, we talked about it and we have like a lot of stuff in common, you know, like foods and bands and this and that. And it's like some of that is, you know, everybody likes mac and cheese. Like there are very few people who are not going to like mac and cheese or, you know, just things like that, you know, where some of it is like maybe it's, um, what is it, Uh, confirmation bias. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, like there's no denying, like we look very similar in the fact that we have these similarities is eerie and weird. Mm-hmm. But also cool. Criminologists find a practical application in the concepts of facial familiarity and similarity due to the instances of wrongful conviction based on eyewitness testimony. Um, in one case, a person spent 17 years behind bars persistently denying any involvement with the crime of which he was accused, and he was finally released after someone found, or someone was found who shared a striking resemblance and the same name. The same name thing is kind of weird. Ooh. Yep. But I think it that kind of goes back to the whole thing of, like, how we see people's faces and, like, what about them, like, we think that they look, what makes them look the same versus what, like, a computer would do. Also, eyewitness testimony is just very uh, unreliable. Unreliable. Yeah. And that, um, that kind of makes me think of... I'm going to hop up I... real quick and close the door because Dad's talking. Oh, I can't think of the exact case it was, but it was on my favorite murder. Was it Sam Shepard, the guy that like killed his family and or some? But anywho, there was a a case where they had identified somebody walking in the neighborhood the night that the family was killed, and that like they the person identified it as the husband or whoever they thought it was the person of interest, and then like in the court hearing, they brought in somebody who looked exactly like the guy, had the same haircut, hair color dressed the same had he actually done it or were they just being like can you tell us it wasn't this guy well that was thing so they like they had identified this guy the but like the person a Mm -hmm. as who they thought it was and then they brought in random person b the defense did like during the trial Mm -hmm. and said like are you sure you wouldn't have been able to would you have picked this person to do it and they were like oh i don't know now because they look so strikingly similar and dress the exact same. Like they both were known for wearing like sport coats or something like as Ugh. part of it. It was just kind of crazy. So at that point, like you have to have like physical evidence and stuff like that. Cause otherwise yeah, you can they were, be like... yeah, they were basically trying to get the, the eyewitness thing thrown out because I think that was all they had. But did he do it? <sighs> oh, you know, it was the case. Oh, and I can't remember the guy's name still, but it was a family. And like the guy had like come and adopted their dog. 
the day before, like they were trying, like they had a dog that they couldn't keep. So they were trying to get rid of it or like they were trying to find someone to adopt it. And this guy had come and adopted their dog like the day before. And then like the next night, the whole like the mother and two children were murdered. Oof, that's fucked so, up. Yeah. But yeah. all they had was like a like a eyewitness. Yeah, there was like testimony. no there was like no DNA at the scene or anything like that. Ugh. So some of these doppelgangers aren't so good. <laughs> no, some of them are assholes. Evil twin. But yeah, but like we were talking about, kind of there's a a difference between I guess like doppelgangers that are like physical people that look like you, which I think especially in modern day, like with the internet and being able to like find people a little more readily. Like, maybe it's a vanity thing or, or just curiosity, but I do feel like people, they want to to see themselves or, or something. But mm-hmm. back in the in the olden days, like, seeing someone who looked like you was very bad news. Like, it was kind of seen as a, as a portent of doom and, and gloom and bad luck. Like, if you saw it, it was kind of one of those things where, like, either you are going to die or something bad is going to happen, someone you love is going to die... And yeah, they were not, they were not as into it. <laughs> they, they were really not, not big fans. Uh-uh. Um, no. <laughs> and uh, we use the term doppelganger, which of course is a, a German word that literally means like double goer or double, double walker, walker is what I saw a couple places. But it kind of, it was worked into English more recently. Um, it used to be referred to as like a fetch, I think, which is just a funny word because then I just think of mean girls. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's like I'm. I can't make fetch happen. I'm literally a fetch. I'm a. I'm a spectral double. It's who I am. <laughs> um. But yeah. But I guess like the the actual definition of a doppelganger is a lookalike or double of a living person. Um. Sometimes per sometimes portrayed as a ghost or paranormal phenomena, and uh, usually seen as a harbinger of bad luck or impending death. Other traditions and stories equate a doppelganger with an evil twin. Um, Laura suggests that they might attempt to provide advice to the person they shadow and that this advice can be misleading or malicious. Um, they may also attempt to plant sinister ideas in the victim's minds or cause them great confusion. Um, for this reason, people were advised to avoid communicating with their own doppelganger at all costs. And doppelganger is, like I said, it's kind of used as a more general neutral term um, to describe anyone who physically or behaviorally resembles another person. And fetch uh, was originally kind of like an Irish folklore thing, um, and it's largely akin to a doppelganger in the way that they, if they're seen, it's kind of shown as like an omen or impending death. Um, but I couldn't find anything that explained why, like where the word fetch came from, like what it meant, huh. hmm. or why they picked that word. It's easier to Who say knows? than doppelganger. <laughs> it's a little bit easier. True. We've got a couple of like more modern stories but we have a lot of like historical ones which honestly i the modern ones are kind of cool but i really like the historical ones i didn't know which ones y'all wanted to do first oh we can do the modern ones first jordan do you want to do the 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 first modern one you want to do some reading practice your your reading voices yeah and these are all from uh what was the website it's a scaryforkids.com has a great, a great doppelganger section. <laughs> okay, this one is titled The Garage Roof. I was 10 years old and I was playing hide and seek with my older sister in the backyard. When I finished counting, I started to look for her. I was surprised to find her crouching on the garage roof. She was just staring down at me and grinning from ear to ear. 
I thought it was strange and yelled to her or yelled at her to come down. She didn't move a muscle. She just stayed there grinning down at me. Just then I heard someone behind ask, who are you talking to? I turned around and my sister was standing there. To this day, I have no idea who or what it was crouching on the garage roof. Our house is over 50 years old and a long time ago, someone apparently died in a fire in that garage. You can still see burn marks in the old wood. Dot, dot, dot. Ooh. I'm scared. <laughs> I like that one just because the doppelganger was acting kind of creepy. But I also was like, it didn't, like, nothing bad happened. I guess yeah. it was just scary. So what I would ask this person is, so did you turn back around and the girl on the roof was gone? Or did she see both of them at the same time? Huh. Yeah. Where was her sister at? Because then that could be, like a doppelganger or that what was i talking about earlier to y'all by location by location which is like a projection of oneself and what it said about that is like a doppelganger people can tell a difference like if if they're there at the same time it's not like i guess how to describe it like that they know it's like not the real person they know it's a doppelganger even though it's really strange but the by location projection they would interact with it as if it was the real person and wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the real person and the Oh, well, then this one I would say would be a doppelganger. It sounded like she was, like, smiling creepy and acting, like, weird and different. That's true. Also, it sounds like it was just another bad ghost from the fire. That just took on the appearance of her... Seaster. Her seaster. This is, like, it follows. (laughs) It looks like someone you know, and then it uh, sexes you to death. It, it rap sexes you to death. Mm-hmm. Did you ever see It Follows? I did. Did you like it? I, I, I didn't not like it. It just... Okay. Well, no, 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 no. I, okay. I, okay. I, no, no, no. no. <laughs> okay. It's just that it left me with a very weird, like, I felt weird after watching it. It was very unsettling. But that's good for us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Movie. No, no, no. I totally agree. It was just, it took me a minute to like, oh, like, what is, I don't know how I feel because it just made me so unsettled and like unnerved. But it was good. Look over your shoulder. I was watching it and Boomer just kept walking in randomly. He was like, what are you watching? I don't understand. I'm like, you're not watching it with me. Stop asking questions. Leave me alone. Was it really Boomer or was it it? I don't know now. Probably Boomer because that's a question. That's how he would. That's how Boomer would act. I love it follows. Okay. Um, Who wants the next one? I can go. Do it. All right. Next one is titled, what are you talking about? He's right here. It's a great, catchy title. Truly. (laughs) I woke up in the middle of the night and heard a noise downstairs. When I walked out of my room, I saw my dad in the hallway downstairs. He was sort of slumped over, and he was opening the front door. I just stood there and watched him as he walked outside and sat down on the sidewalk. I watched him through the window. He was just sitting there, staring up a tree. There was no expression on his face. He looked really pale, almost translucent. I got scared and went to my parents' room to wake up my mom, and I asked her why Dad was sitting outside, and she said, What are you talking about? He's right here. I looked over, and my dad was lying asleep in the bed beside her. It still terrifies me when I think about it. Mm. That one is, I mean, it's just, it's, it's weird. I wonder if anything happened to her dad after. I hope not. I mean, I hope not, but I feel like a lot of times, like, if other people see your doppelganger... It's, like, almost extra bad, because they're like, oh, I saw him over here, and they're like, well, he's dead now. <laughs> and they make that sound. 
That one I liked just because he was acting so strange. He wasn't he wasn't trying to trick you that he was your real dad. He just wanted to go outside and look at the tree. And just chill. He just really enjoys nature. In the middle of the night. We need to trim these branches. I keep meaning to schedule it, but it's so expensive. Maybe the dad in the bed was dreaming about all the yard work he needed to do. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, maybe he was astral projecting. Or just being like, I remember when I was just a boy and I didn't have to do all this yard work. Being an adult sucks. It's not always the greatest. (laughs) It's a trap. So, um, I... I don't personally have any, like, I I guess I've had, Becca thought she saw my doppelganger one time, so I guess that's my most personal experience. I once saw, like, a Russian lady on Instagram who actually did look a lot like me, but um, I think that the weird nurse lady in the new uh, Evil Within 2 video game looks like me. She's got my old red glasses. Weird. I don't know if that counts because it's an actual, it's a video game character. They could make it look like anybody. Fair. Kind of like how how yeah. Cora in the new Mass Effect game looked exactly like Stacy. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think young Winona Ryder looks like you. I'll take For it. For sure. I, would, I won't cry about looking like mm-hmm. young Winona Ryder. Makes me want to get a pixie cut. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could pull it off. I know. Um, You've got the features. Seeing your doppelganger across the street at work was really... I didn't enjoy that. My stomach, like, dropped. Yeah, you were very scared, and I was really confused for a second. I don't know if I told Jordan about it, if you want to tell her. Yeah, I don't think I've heard this story. So, we're standing there, getting ready. I was thinking I was waiting for you so we could go to lunch or something. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking outside, and... We have, like, a mirrored building, and then the building across the street from us has a mirror sort of finish on the windows. Yeah, and it's, like, all windows. Like, we don't really have walls. Yeah. Just the front of it is mm-hmm. all windows, okay. so you can see the whole street. Yeah, so I'm looking out the window, and I see this girl get out of her car in the mirror image, or not mirror image, but the mirrored window across the street. And I was like, what the hell? It looks like Taylor. Like, she was wearing a long cardigan. She had the same, she had glasses. She had the same haircut, same hair color. And in the, in the window, it looked eerily like Taylor. Like, same build, same height, same everything. And then once she came into view, it was still eerie, but she turned her head and I could tell that her face didn't look like Taylor's. So it was fine. But like, I just, I feel like I just like stopped yeah, like I was, I couldn't figure out at first because you stopped so suddenly and you were just like, oh my God. And I was like, what, what, what happened? And you were just like, I just, I just saw, I thought that was you over there. And I'm like, but I'm right here. What do you mean you thought it was me? I'm standing right in front of you. And you were like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't me. know. <laughs> Coffee's a hell of a drug. Um. No, I don't know. It was just eerie because I thought it was you, but you were talking to me and I was just like, this is too much. You think it's me. <laughs> but it's it wasn't. Me. It's me. But it did look like you. I guess I have seen doppelgangers of other people that like look like someone I know. Like one time um, when me and Mark were, I want to say- When you saw Kennedy's? We saw Kennedy's I doppelganger. I want to say it was Hawaii. We saw my youngest sister's doppelganger on a flight and- it was so tempting because literally, like, you know, there's three seats and two of them are me and Mark. And then one of them, the person on the end was 
this Kennedy person. She's got, like, long blonde hair. They've got, like, the same nose, like, same kind of profile look. Like, it just was creepy, especially because I didn't want to turn and look directly at her. So, like, in my peripheral vision, I was like, it's so nice to take this, you know, eight-hour flight with Kennedy, my sister. <laughs> but, and then I, you know, texted Kennedy and was like, I'm sitting by your doppelganger, and she wants a photo, and I feel really creepy, and I'm like... I think you sent it to both of us. Like, it was a group Yeah, text. because you were like, come on, try and Because we were get like, one. pictures, come on, pictures. But I felt bad because, like, she was I, she was a little bit younger than Kennedy, and I think she was flying with her family, but they were, like, separated on the plane, and so I just didn't want to be a creeper. You don't want to be the creeper you being like, like let me picture. take a photo of you. I don't Where's know your family? You. Where's your me... family at? <laughs> oh, they're not over here. But it was also hard because I really, like, it was one of those things where I'm like, if no one sees it, like, if no one's here, no one's, they're not going to understand how much it looked like her. Because even Mark was like, that's Ken- that's Kennedy. Kennedy's on this plane. You probably could have just tapped her on the shoulder and been like, you look exactly like my sister and shown her a picture of Kennedy and been like. Oh, that would have been smart. I don't know. My phone has such bad memory. I don't know if I have any pictures. I guess I could have pulled up like her Facebook or something. Yeah. But I mean, all you'd have to do is just be like, is it okay if I send her a picture? Because it's just too weird. (laughs) And I'm sure she would have been like, yeah, that's fine. Or she would have said no. And that way you would have had her consent. Mm hmm. Let me just take a single photo. <laughs> it's fine. I promise I'll delete it. Uh, yeah, you could have taken a picture together or something and been like, oh my god. And I'm oh. sure she would have been like, yeah, that's fine. If only I could go back in time. Because it really did look just like Kennedy. But at one point, like she, I think her family worked something out because then she got up and went and, and sat somewhere else. So I, I kind of lost my chance. But that was also why I just, I didn't want to creep her out because she, she just seemed like she wanted to sit with her family and she was kind of scared. Oh, maybe she was a nervous flyer like yeah, you. Like me, I'm a very nervous flyer. Give me all the Xanax. Please, I just want to sleep while we're here. Goodbye. Um, I have one of about Ryan. Uh, actually a couple. Ryan, my boyfriend, has we've seen doppelgangers of him out and about multiple times, I feel like. One was a boyfriend of Blakey a few years ago. Yeah, they did like like the more like since I actually like talked to him a little bit while they were dating like I I started to not see it as him as much because they acted so different I guess yeah but like just like their noses kind of like the way their mouth was their hair was a little bit different because his hair wasn't as curly as Ryan's but Mm -hmm. they were very very similar it was kind of scary there was actually one picture like where Mark posted something and I think Garrett was like when did Ryan dress up like this this doesn't look like something he would wear and I was yeah. like, his own brother was like, why is Ryan dressed like a, like a douchebag? <laughs> What's happening? Is he okay? Because it was like some kind of like bro party. So he had like three collars and like glasses and was like chugging a beer. And he's like, Ryan doesn't do this. Who is this? <laughs> Who is this person? Which I feel like is a pretty good sign that someone looks like you if your family is like, oh, that's a weird photo of you. Yeah. And then we also have, I remember I was going through my mom's, like, photo album, like, I feel like it was early college. She had this picture of her in, like, a dress her mom had made, and she was going to some dance or formal event or whatever with uh, this friend she had from high school or college. I can't remember which, but um, he looked eerily like Ryan, and I remember I took a picture and showed it to Ryan, and he was like... Uh, oh my god so i don't know it always weirded me out because i was like did you time travel were you my mom's date in the 70s what the hell 
I remember um, I had, in one of my French classes, there was a guy who I thought looked like Ryan, but with red hair. Oh, weird. Like in early college. Hmm. And when I told him about it, it turned out that Ryan actually knew the guy from high school and was not a fan, so he was like doubly offended. He's like, one, I'm not a redhead, and two, that guy's a dick. And I'm just like, I I see your point. I get it. I'm sorry. I can't help it that he looks like you, but with red hair. Which is just a really weird thing to imagine, because Ryan's not very redheaded. No, he's... No. He's got dark hair and dark eyes, so... Yeah, he do. Doesn't scream redhead to me. Have you ever seen a doppelganger? You know, I was... Like, while y'all been talking, I'm trying to think of, like... I just don't know that I've really seen... Like, not even one of yourself, but, like, have you ever seen one of, like, mom or dad or something? No. Um, when we were at dinner the other night, we saw someone that looked just like... Oh, Riley's dad. Riley's dad. One of, like, our, like, our school counselors. But that one was a little different because he was smaller. But it was, yeah, like, it was more just like, I mean, in the face, looked very much like him. And then even, like, his mannerisms, like, as he was talking, it was, like, very animated and talking with his hands and just very... Mm-hmm. High energy. High energy. Um, but he was much shorter and skinnier. And granted, Mr. Armstrong has like he's got he's lost a lot of weight and he looks really good now, but it was like this still got this person was him, but shrunk. much shorter. So I really like that one vine where it's like they're in like aisle at Target or something, and then they jump to the next aisle, and there's literally like two kids or like two people up. I wanna say it was kids, like two kids like standing like They're wearing the same shirt. They probably weren't doppelgangers in the face, but they just looked, like, identical. It was like the Matrix. Like, you see one, and then you see it again, like, five seconds later. And they played the X-Files theme music with it, so that made it even even better. (laughs) Yeah, maybe doppelgangers are just a glitch in the Matrix. (laughs) Whoa! Whoa, you just blew your minds! (laughs) Okay. But now we're going to jump into... The historical lookalikes, because there are, but yeah, and a lot of these are kind of like pretty well-known people, and I didn't realize that so many of them had seen someone who looked like themselves. And they're all people who either like died shortly thereafter or had something bad happen to them. So it kind of lends to the whole idea of, I guess I kind of understand why uh, they weren't crazy about seeing their doppelgangers, because it always turned out bad. Fair. Can I read the one about uh, Catherine the Great? Yeah. Hell yeah. I want to read the one about Keanu Reeves, so it's all good. (laughs) Is his historical? Yeah. Well, I think of Keanu Reeves, I think of like a more modern, you know. We just watched Speed the other day with Dad. I've seen so many movies while I'm I'm home for Thanksgiving. That's a great movie. A lot of, it's a pretty okay movie. I've also watched some very (sighs) bad movies. We watched Return of Xander Cage. I never watched that. It one. was don't do it. The Hound is in it. I love I love from, the original triple X movie. The original one is pretty bad too. I don't care. <laughs> I love it. And I don't want to ruin it with anything. Ugh. I also did not watch the State of the Union triple X with Ice Cube in it, so Oh uh, well he Ice Cube was in this one. Ay ay ay. He made like a guest appearance at the end. But yeah, but the Hound was in Xander Cage, Re- Return of Xander Cages. I was just really surprised. I was like, I thought he was doing pretty good. He's in Game of Thrones. He's branching into the American <laughs> but, market. But now he's in... Oh, no, the dogs are here. Our My parents' neighbors, they 
they foster dogs, which is a very important thing to do, but they literally have like 10 dogs. And even if they're barking inside their house, I can hear them inside my parents' house. So enjoy your dogs. Bork, 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 as I tell you about Catherine the Great, as we get back on track and I stop talking about Return of Xander Cage. Triple X is two. Zip it. Zip. Hip. Okay. Um, the Empress of Russia, Catherine the Great, was awoken, awakened, or awoken? She woke up. Awakened. She woke up one night. Awakened. Oh, she was, she was awakened one night. Her servants woke her up one time, and they were surprised (laughs) to see her in bed. They told the Tsarina that they had just seen her in the throne room. In disbelief, Catherine proceeded to the throne room to see what they were talking about. She saw herself sitting on the throne. She ordered her guards to shoot at the doppelganger, which I thought was kind of, like, maybe rude, but also a little bit, like, baller. She was just like, that's not me. Kill it. Get that out of here. Shoot her! (laughs) Shoot Shoot her! Of course, the doppelganger must have been unscathed, but Catherine died of a stroke just weeks after that. Which I was gonna say, well, you know, if she had seen her doppelganger and it had just been her, I was like, maybe it's like a you know, something going on with your brain before you have a stroke. But a bunch of her servants saw it too. And as far as I know, none of them died of a stroke right yeah, after. So, so. Even if you've got something going on in your head because of a stroke, impending stroke, that does not... Uh, it shouldn't affect other it people. It shouldn't, yeah. Mm. But, mm. but so there's that one. I like that one. Not that she dies, but I just, I like high profile ones. When do you want to do Keanu? Do you want to do Keanu Reeves right now, or do you want to save him for last because you love him? Hell yeah, Keanu Reeves. So now. <laughs> so so now. Yeah, I'm doing it now. Okay. I'm doing it. Okay, doing it live. So, <laughs> Keanu Reeves, be he immortal, or just a simple man born in modern times, who has many doppelgangers from history, um, has a striking resemblance. To Charlemagne, who lived in 748 to 18, or no, to 814. That would have been a really long time. Yes. Um, <laughs> but apparently uh, there's like a suspicious way that Charlemagne died. Um, he crowned his son just before dying, just like he knew he was going to die, quote unquote. Um, and his burial was rushed during cold weather. And this is a site that thinks that Keanu's uh, immortal. So they're like, so was he buried or was he still alive? He's probably buried and it was just very cold and they didn't want to get buried too. So they're like, let's just dump him and go. It's very cold out here. It's old times. Old times. You die if the wind hits you the wrong way. (laughs) Um, So, and then the other guy that he looks like that he has a doppelganger of is Paul Monet. Uh, who lived in, from 1847 to 1922. So there's actual photographic like evidence that he looks very similar to Keanu Reeves. Um, aside from the striking resemblance, there are several facts that without any reasonable doubt <laughs> shows that Paul Monet is Keanu Reeves. Okay. Sure. <laughs> he was a doctor first and then an actor. The rise of the medical science could have been a problem to an immortal by being a baron of... The- the medicine he gained protection from any kind of inquiry about his everlasting appearance. He allegedly died in 1922, although his body was never found. I love this site. Anyways. When he was never found. But anyways, Keanu Reeves has a lot of doppelgangers in history. But, you know, that's it's a little different than the other stories. But I still thought it was relevant. What does Keanu Reeves think of all this? 
when people accuse him of of being immortal. I don't know. He probably is like, no. (laughs) Just Botox. No. Of course he (laughs) denies it. Why would he? Of course. Why would he come clean? He just seems like such a nice guy. I don't I don't know why people always trying to make him like some kind of immortal vampire man. Well, I mean, the site was like the the fact that he's so kind and wise gives rise to the idea that he is immortal because you would have to be like that much experience would make you really kind and wise. And I was like, I feel like that's the opposite of every vampire story I've ever heard. They're like, the older you are, the more callous. Yeah, the more of a curmudgeon they are. Yeah, and they're more like, mm-hmm. humans are just cattle, and I'm here to eat the beef. Nom nom nom. Nom 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 nom. nom, nom. Exactly. Put, put Keanu Reeves to bed, and someone tell me about Abraham Lincoln's doppelganger. Can I read about Abraham Lincoln? You can read about Abe Lincoln. Hold on Four the stage. Abraham Lincoln once confessed to friends privately that he had had an inexplicable encounter on the night of his first election. The then-candidate took a moment to rest on his couch one evening, happened to turn in the direction of a mirror, saw his own face, and saw not one but two faces. Next to him was his doppelganger, pale and ghostly, looking at him from the mirror. He sprung up from the couch, and the other had disappeared. He sat back down, only to see it again. Although Abe was alarmed, his wife Mary was even more so. She interpreted the event to mean that the doppelganger was his dead self, and that he would die in his second term. And the rest is history. Because Abraham Lincoln was shot. He's dead. My only thing with that is, okay, so they said this was the night of his first election, so when he first became president. Mm Mm-hmm. Why would she think that, oh, if this is a bad thing, but, like, he's going to die, but it's not going to be until his second term of a presidency? Yeah, I'm wondering if that's kind of like a, what do they call it? Is it apocryphal? It's it's something that's widely circulated, but is usually made up. Probably. Something like that. But I feel like it might be, maybe she was like, oh, he's not going to survive his presidency, but they took it and then were like, kind of like no. Kind of like telephone where it's like, yeah. it was written one way and then changed and then changed and then changed and now that's what it says. Mm-hmm. But. It's still creepy. Well, especially if he saw it, stood up and it was gone and then sat back down and it was still there. So it's mm-hmm. like it was only in that one like space space and just like occupying that one space Mm -hmm. well i feel like i read another story where like it happened like another time like he sat in the same spot and was kind of like i wonder if it'll happen again and And then it did but again these are probably maybe not true but if they are he did die before he finished being a president so how you like them apples apples abraham apples That didn't work. I'm no. so sorry. Damn it. Tell me about Emily Sagey. Um, she's French. I think it might be Sagay, but I don't know. Probably. I don't know. This one I felt bad because uh, this was one where like it kind of goes to the bilocation thing that Jordan was talking about, where people were accusing her of bilocating, and she's like, I'm not. And she kept getting in trouble because people kept seeing her doppelganger and being freaked out. Um, Emily Sagay was a dedicated teacher working in France in the mid-19th century. Um, adored by her students, Sagay was constantly tortured by her doppelganger in public. Her ghostly other would appear as she was giving class in open view of all of her other students, who also saw the apparition. So, 
there were stories about, like, her doppelganger would, like, appear and, like, I mean, like, 12 to 20 students at a time would also see it um, and, of course, get freaked out. Um, her doppelganger would stand at her side as she was lecturing and mimic her every move to the amazement of her students. From the classroom to the school grounds, her doppel doppelganger soon decided to go alone and was seen performing tasks on its own around the school. Some students would even try to interact with it, but noticed that it was kind of ethereal. Um, so as far as I read, like, it doesn't, it never talked to anyone. Like It, it was, was just there. Yeah, like, it would just come and, like, sit at the dinner table. And they were like... Uh, that's not Emily. That seat's not for you. <laughs> it looks a lot like Emily, but it's not. After a while, parents started to take their children out of the school, and Sagay soon lost her job. This one I picked said nothing else is known of Emily Sagay, but I probably should have double-checked, because I'm sure she had something going on after that, but I didn't... I didn't... I didn't do enough research. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay, I guess. <laughs> I'm <just> sorry. <laughs> So, next one is Vice Admiral George Tyron has gone down in history for a bold and unsound maneuver that caused the collision of his ship, the HMS Victoria, and another, the HMS Camperdown, off the coast of Lebanon, killing 357 sailors and himself. As his ship was quickly sinking, uh, Tyron exclaimed, It's all my fault, thereby exonerating any other sailor or officer of the grave error. Uh, he drowned in the sea along with his men. At the same time, thousands of miles away in London, his wife was giving the a sumptuous party at their home for friends and the London elite. Uh, Tyron was seen by guests dressed in full uniform, descending the stairs, walking through some of the rooms, and then audibly, er, and then quickly exiting uh, through a door and vanishing, even as he was dying in the Mediterranean. Uh, the next day, the guests that had witnessed the scene were utterly shocked when they learned of the vice admiral's death in the African coast, and none could offer an explanation. Again, a bunch of other people saw it. It wasn't just one person. Spoopy! Spoopy. Jordan, do you want to tell me about uh, the famed English poet Percy B. Shelley? I would love to. Here, let me adjust my butt. Better? Yeah. Okay. The famed English romantic poet Percy Bichet. Bichet? Bichet? Bich? Bichet? I'm going to go with Bichet. Do it. Percy Shelley <laughs> saw his doppelganger several times during his lifetime. Once during a trip to Italy after his children died, the poet was left bereft, the victim of a heavy depression. He encountered his, dopp encountered his doppelganger on the terrace of his house as he was strolling. They met halfway, and his double said to him, How long do you mean to be content? The story, retold by Mary Shelley after his death, is given more credibility when she recounts how a friend, Jane Williams, who had been staying with the Shelleys, also came across his doppelganger. She saw it passing her window on a route frequently walked by the real Percy to a dead end, but never returning. The real Percy was nowhere near. Shelley had another encounter with himself on a beach, the doppelganger pointing to the sea. He drowned in a sailing accident in 1812. I tried to find, like, what the doppel- Like, it says that he encountered him on a beach, but I couldn't find anything hmm. that, like, said, like, what happened when he saw him on the beach. Because 
if this guy saw his doppelganger and other people's, like, he kind of had, like, visions a lot. Uh-huh. Because the boating accident, or the sailing accident that he died in, he actually saw one night he, like, woke up the whole house screaming because he had a vision of, like, I think, like, him, maybe not himself, but the other guy who ended up dying in the boat with him and, like, his wife, like, floating in the water. And then mm. he had a vision of himself, like, choking his wife Ooh. and stuff. Like, just, he kept seeing, like, all this really bad stuff. So, so it some sounds of like it, he had some kind of mental It sounded like, like, some of it thing. kind of sounded like night terrors. Okay. But the the doppelganger thing, the fact that other people saw, saw it. I like how <laughs> Mary Shelley made a point when she was like, it makes sense. Like, you can't say that it's not true because Jane saw it and Jane's not super creative. <laughs> there was like this really oh. big long drawn out like story of like what she saw and everything and she's like but yeah she's like jane williams is not uh she wouldn't have been able to make it up essentially and i was she's like not the brightest crown damn in the box. shelley so is this this is mary shelley the the author of frankenstein correct and her husband it's her husband yeah he was a, okay. he was a poet but i think she was probably more famous uh her her legacy lasted a little bit longer what's um, the one with john dunn yeah, so I was just reading that one. It's really short. Okay, so John Donne, a 16th, 16th century English poet whose work often touched on the metaphysical, Donne claimed to have been visited by his wife's doppelganger while he was in Paris. She appeared to him holding a newborn baby. Donne's wife was pregnant at the time, but the apparition was a portent of great sadness. At the same moment that the doppelganger appeared, his wife had given birth to a stillborn child. Mm. This, this story first appeared in a biography of Dunn that was published in 1675, more than 40 years after Dunn had died. The English writer Isaac Walton, a friend of Dunn's, also re- uh, related a similar tale about the poet's experience. That's sad. It is sad. John Dunn wrote The Flea, that poem I liked so much. Yeah, isn't that your favorite love poem? I don't know if it's my favorite love poem. And it's not even, I don't know if it's a poem about love as much as a poem about doing it. Well, you know. What if, so he saw his wife's doppelganger, Mm -hmm. not his own, Mm -hmm. and she had a baby. And I'm assuming because it was newborn, that to me says it was alive. So what if, like. They said he was stillborn. But he saw, he he, saw. The doppelganger he saw was his wife with a newborn baby. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it doesn't necessarily mean that the baby in the doppelganger was alive. I would assume it was. But so it makes me think, like, what if it's, like, your doppelganger, but... It's, like, a different... It's, like, like a different... Outcome? Like, a yeah, like, a different dimension, how it's, like, like there's different worlds where you do different Oh, things. like, alternate dimensions? Yeah. Yeah, like, weird, like, intense emotion or something channels being able to see into another dimension Yeah, or whatever, so it's like he's it's... seeing into, like, the dimension where the baby was born alive and, like... I mean, I don't so see why not. It, I, I, make it, I just feel like that maybe makes it a little bit of a happier story. Somewhere, I agree. Somewhere, somewhere somehow. No, I mean, that could make sense, considering, I mean, I don't, I tried to look up, like, scientific explanations for doppelgangers, and all it really gave me was stuff like, you know, explaining how two people could look exactly alike but not be related, but it didn't really touch on (laughs) explaining, like, why sometimes people see, like, a ghostly apparition of themselves, and that it means bad luck. 
So um, that I explanation is as good as any. This one lesson, I won't read the whole thing, but it's Guy de Maupassant. Is he the guy who, like, ghost wrote his own book? Um, I don't know that. There was some other guy who, like, literally his, like, doppelganger appeared to him and, like, dictated a book to yes, him. Yes, okay, then yes. Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Um, oh my god. Yeah. So it's <laughs> he's a French it. novelist, and it says, while writing, um, it was a short story called Louis, question mark, which is he, like, mm-hmm. he, question mark, after a disturbing doppelganger experience in 1889, while writing, de Maupassant claimed that his body doubled, entered his study, sat beside him, and began dictating the story he was in the process of writing. The narrative is told by a young man who is convinced that he is going crazy after gl- after having glimpsed what appeared to be his body double. So it's like his body double telling him to write about going crazy after seeing, seeing his, his body, body double. double. That's very meta. But um, he claimed to have numerous encounters with his doppelganger, and the story proved somewhat prophetic. At the end of his life, de Maupassant was committed to a mental institution following a suicide attempt in 1892. And then he died a year after that. It's been suggested that his visions of a body double may have been linked to mental illness caused by syphilis, which he contracted as a young man. Oh, well, that'll do it. Syphilis, uh wasn't this anything is, to mess with <laughs> unlike some of these other stories that we have or accounts that we've read this is one that's like as far as i can tell only he saw it no one He's else the only did person. Mm-hmm. so that to me is yeah mental illness of some kind mm-hmm. um, coming from the future man great scott <laughs> right great scott oh you're doc brown yes <laughs> back to the future i get it <laughs> I was like, man, this is taking you a while. Oh, I know. It, Get it together. My brain is falling apart. There was, I can't remember what I was talking about with my mom last night. She was being extremely sarcastic with me and I didn't catch on to it. And you were really offended? No, I just, I like answered her question that she had asked of me sarcastically. And I just, it took me a minute and halfway through I was like, oh, you didn't really mean that. Ryan, Ryan told me we were talking about something and he was like, well, you realize that it's hard to interpret what you're like if you actually genuinely mean something or if you're just kidding he was like because everything you say is sarcastic and i was like i don't know what you're talking about and he was like he was like sometimes you'll say stuff and i can't tell if you're actually upset about it or if you're kidding and you're like i know that's what i just did i just said what are you talking about (laughs) sarcastically (laughs) (laughs) and i had no idea that everything i say is laced with sarcasm and so i was like i do that and he was like yeah it's very confusing because sometimes I'm like, is she upset or is she kidding? And I was like, maybe this explains like all of the misunderstandings throughout my entire life. <laughs> it's hard. Being sarcastic is so fun. It's the best. It's a good shield from having to really deal with stuff. Just be sarcastic. That's what he said. He was like, it's just you trying to get out of having to be vulnerable. And it's very irritating. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't know what to tell you. You picked me. So <laughs> you chose to be with me. You're his prize. But bless you. Sorry, I've got a cough. Oh no. Oh god. Death is upon me. No. You almost made it. Did you see your doppelganger? No. Oh, well. I'm just gonna die. No, please don't. I'll miss <laughs> Maybe you. my doppelganger saw me and they're gonna die and then them dying makes me die. I don't think that's how it works. These are the new rules. 2017, new doppelganger rules. 2017's almost over. Gonna have to come up with mm-hmm. 2018 rules now. 
you have to see them underwater and then be on a roof, but also see them in a mirror and then you'll both catch a cold. No. And if you step on a crack, then both of your cats will have babies and... (laughs) Cool it. Mm. You've taken it too far. Those rules are impossible. Mm. All right, we're done. We did it. That's it. Yeah, if you like this, follow us on Twitter at Ghost Emoji Show. Uh, we're on Podbean and also Google Play. Oh no, wait, we're on Google Play. I'm just I lied. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get us on Google Play, but I haven't done it yet. I've been busy. Okay, well we're on iTunes. Eventually we'll be on Google Play at some point. Maybe in the future when you're listening to this. Hi, future <laughs> people. Uh, leave us a review. Yeah, leave us a review. We love reviews. A good review. Tell us- We've had two one, yeah, one please- star reviews, and it's very sad. What? There's a second one? Yeah. Do they give any explanation? No, they don't. They That's don't. such a cop-out. You can't go online and be like, no, I don't like it, and give nothing to build on. No. Sons I think that's why I'm like, it's just someone who just doesn't like us. Maybe someone who actually knows us in real life and just hates us. That's fair. There's probably enough of those. Oh, I was going to tell you, because y'all were talking about it in a previous episode, whatever the lacrosse one is, I think that's me. Is that you? Because I'm, I know I left y'all a review, and I think that's what I wrote. I don't know why. I mean, that's probably what I made my like name years and years ago when I first made my iTunes account. So lacrosse chick one two three. I don't think that's it. But no, but it could have been. Which I'm one cool. was Cass? She was like, they read my review. Impossible girl. girl. Oh, I really liked that one. Yeah, it was really good. She's like, you guys read it, and I was like, oh. I had a feeling it might be the Impossible Girl because she has a few uh, usernames that are Doctor Who themed, but mm-hmm. I wasn't sure, so I didn't want to be like Cass. <laughs> oh yeah, and if you haven't already, uh, Becca and Cass's uh, podcast, Magical Ladies, is been relaunched, and uh, it has a lot less death and mayhem than ours. It's a feel good podcast, and it's very good. Thanks. And they are on Google Play, unlike us. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Damn it. So. I think, d- damn it, we're gonna we'll get there one day, not two day, but one. We're day. taking our time, okay? Yeah. Um, I think that is gonna do it for us this week. Just be proud of us that we got an episode done on Thanksgiving week. It's more than I thought we could do, and we did it, and we got an extra person. We. Oh yeah, say bye to my sister Jordan. Bye. I love her. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Rose, thank you for coming in. You you contributed a lot, and I'm proud of you. Thanks. Uh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was right good here. times. So, but now I'm going to go shower and uh, get my life back together, because there's something about, like, coming home for a few days, and you just, like, all you do Let is... Go. Well, all I do is just, like, doing stuff and eating, I mean, eating in, in my old, like... Not even my bedroom. It's like my uh, my bedroom went bye bye, and now I sleep in my mom's office, and it's uh, the office is good. My part of the room is a mess, so I probably will start getting that together so that way it's not terrible when I leave. If it makes you feel any better, I don't sleep in my old room because they use it as a dumping ground. So you get the fancy guest room. Yeah, it's fancy. Got that big bed. Yee. Anyways, stay spooky, y'all. Wait, no, I want to say it together. <sighs> All three of us. Oh, I can't wait. What do you think? Say spooky. No, we're going to do it together. I'm going to say it in my radio voice. No, you're not. Stay spooky. No, I don't want that. 
Stay spooky. Stay spooky. No, I'm going to count. Stay spooky. I'm going to count down and then I'm going to edit it out. So it sounds like we all said it together. Stay spooky. No. Stay stay spooky. Are we I'm doing gonna, it? I'm going to count down. Okay. What? Three, two, one. Stay, stay spooky. spooky. Damn it, Becca. Stay I knew spooky. it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> You'll never break me. Stay spooky. Goodbye. Bye. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Okay, we're done. We're really done. Spooky. For real. I'm, I'm stopping the recording. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. No. Stay spooky. Stay I'm stopping spooky. it. I'm stopping it right now. So Stay spooky. anything you say after this is, is not going to bake it on. Stay, Stay spooky. spooky.